This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is my Mind Emporium. How everybody's doing today? Um, I'm here, and I'm going to talk to you about um, the movie 2012 and the classism that it represents in the movie. Um, now, you know, for you guys to know, I do kind of break it down, and I had a bad habit of when I was talking about... Um, the movie outbreak i kind of told y'all the whole movie but with this movie because it's almost three hours long <laughs> i'm gonna talk about the mere fact that you have to have a billion euros which is a billion dollars in usd to get on the freaking art to save your life let's talk about that that's the part i want to talk about in the movie that's the part that pisses me off the most because you're basically saying only one percent of the population gets saved and everybody else is sol so yeah um so let's get started shall we so the movie 2012 it came out in 2009 i remember when it came out um it scared the hell out of me <laughs> But so it is the day after tomorrow. And, um, but the day after tomorrow scared me on, like, I knew this was going to happen kind of, kind of shit. Because the president of the United States at the time, President Bush, didn't want the movie to come out. Now, when 2012 came out, there was no panic from President Obama. And he was just newly elected. But... I did not know that people thought the world was going to end in 2012 because the Mayan calendar had ended in December 21st, 2012. So that's the basis of the movie, basically, that the Mayan calendars predicted that the world was going to end in 2012. Ain't it nice to talk about stuff that happened like nine years ago when we thought the world was going to end? We thought the world was going to end, and it didn't. It's the same thing with Y2K. You know, it's nice to look back 21 years later and be like, oh, my God, we survived that. This movie, what happened in the movie is that it's a solar flare. It's a cataclysmic event caused by a solar flare from the sun. Does solar means that it's the sun. I need to get get it together. I need to I need to get more educated on because before I speak on anything scientific, I need to educate myself on these the correct way of dealing with certain scientific situations. And this is a cataclysmic event that is caused by a solar flare from the sun. Um. So basically, in this movie, you know, there's an earthquake in San Francisco. Not, yeah, San Francisco. It was San Francisco. It wasn't Hollywood. It was San Francisco because it looked like San Francisco. And basically, they get these tremors, and these tremors got worse and worse and worse. And basically, it shifted the whole earth to where the North Pole was Wisconsin. And then it moved some more. There was a huge tsunami in India. There was a huge tsunami in china um it, it's just awful you know 
But I have to say, it was the best tearing the world up ever. Y'all know I love me a disaster movie. Okay? From Independence Day, from uh, The Day After Tomorrow, um, I like to see, oh yeah, what's that movie called? Was it 2012? Oh, was it The Day After Tomorrow? Where, oh yeah, it was a tornado in California and it sucked up the whole Hollywood sign. Now, I'm not saying I like the destruction of the world or destruction of any monument. But I like to see how creative they get with destroying the planet. 2012 had, I'm surprised I didn't pee on myself when I watched this movie. <laughs> and it was a plane thing for me. It was a plane because I had just got on the plane for the first time that summer um, at 18 years old because we had went to a family member's wedding and I remember we had drove in a tornado storm in Colorado. By the way, shout out to the um, the um, veteran pilots. Y'all are the best. The pilot, he did a great job getting us in the air and getting us home. So shout out to all the veteran pilots because they know what they're doing. And I remember the part of the movie that bothered me the most was when they had to get in the air. And I was like, oh my God, my stomach. Oh, Lord. I could not handle that part. And the other part I did not like was what happened at Yellowstone Park when it basically imploded on itself and the rocks were falling. Oh, my God. That's the part that scared me. Like, oh, that's scary. Oh, that was scary. But we're not talking about that part of the movie. We can talk about that. And we can talk about special effects in movies. Because I want to see how creative special effect artists are going to get with destroying something. There's a new movie out with Gerard Butler. There was a movie, he did another movie about the planet turning in on itself. Which is called Geostorm. That movie is pretty good. You watch it twice, it's pretty good actually. Um, But he's doing another movie called Greenland. And I was mad because I looked at it and it said it was on YouTube and I wanted to buy it. And I found out it was $20. So uh somebody gotta go get a job <laughs> somebody go go work great i do have a job but you know you got i gotta go and work for that 20 dollars so i can watch that movie but i live for how or they're they gonna create to creatively destroy the planet i oh my god the part that broke my heart the most was when everybody was in vatican city and they were praying and the earthquake happened oh my god that's that was epic but that's not the part that hurt my feelings the most, even though it's the top three. The part that broke my heart the most was that these people were not allowed to save themselves just because they weren't in the right tax bracket. Let's talk about the tomfoolery of that. That part burns me up on the inside. And now it don't pisses me off as much as it pissed me off to watch that Ma Rainey movie. But this is not even about race. This is about the fact that if you make enough money in a year, and that's the part that irks me. I want that part when you can't save yourself if you don't have a billion dollars. 
the part that irks me is the guy um you got john cusack he plays this basically you know this um this artist this um arthur he writes he wants to write he loves to write sounds like somebody i know um he has created responsibilities for himself you know he was married um and he had two kids with the lady who is now uh whose boyfriend is now a plastic surgeon um, the part they got to me was I was surprised the plastic surgeon couldn't even get a ticket on this thing. I was like, dang, they don't play plastic surgeon enough? Like, y'all ain't be paying them a billion dollars because they don't go show is making the Kardashians look like black women. So somebody needs to be made a billion dollars. You made a white woman to a black woman. You need to be making some good money. <laughs> Whatever that person is. So that's the part that got me. That's how much money you have to have. Not even a plastic surgeon could afford a ticket on that plane granted the people he worked with and the people he served make that type of money so basically you know john cusack's character plays basically uh uh he's a car service guy so he 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 rides around people who has money like that too so once again you have two men both of them serve people who make more money than them but they can't afford to get on the plane. Let me tell you something. That's that's the part that gets you right there. So he wakes up. He has to pick up his kids to go to Yellowstone Park. On his way there, he hears an indie uh, radio station, kind of like what I have, an indie conspiracy theorist who um basically um he's basically talking about what's going on he's like the world's gonna end yada 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 that's played by uh if i get his name wrong i'm gonna kick myself in the stomach woody harrelson it has to be woody harrelson that's his name right woody harrelson or is that there's a lot of woods and woodies in the entertainment industry okay so just know that so um basically um you know he's a conspiracy theorist and he knows how this all gonna go down so he knows how this all go down and basically he um they hear his radio station and of course John Cusack character see him that he's as a cute kook or low-key he just saves face in front of his children because you know when you're around kids you can't freak out all right I figured it out the hard way I was talking to my mom my mom has been a teacher for 20 plus years and I remember we were in the store and there was an amber alert and I told her I freaked out and my mom was like and I had my baby cousin with me. Mom was like, you're not supposed to do that with kids. Kids are not supposed to see you sweat. You're supposed to calm down and figure out how to get out the situation. That would be part two of uh, maybe why I don't have any kids. <laughs> but, you know, he, he plays him off as kooky. He plays him off as, um, you know, as kooky. Or he, he tries to play it off as, you know, you know, they're on their way to Yellowstone Park. He's taking his kids to Yellowstone Park. And then while this guy talking, 
you see the government airplanes flying over him. And he's like, that's weird. That's crazy. What are the odds of him saying this happening? And the kid's like, ooh. But, you know, they think it's like, you know, this guy is a kook. He's not a kook, y'all. Trust me. There's conspiracy theorists who said something 10 years ago about this virus and y'all didn't listen. I'm just saying. So, his name is Woody Harrelson. So, I'm right. So, basically, he goes to Yellowstone Park and there's like a sign on a gate somewhere. Basically, he goes there and he sees, you know, what's going on with Yellowstone Park. And he runs into a geologist. Um, and he basically tells him, y'all can't camp here. Y'all got to go somewhere else. He finally talks to, so he's like, okay, what, what's going on? So he finally finds the, the conspiracy theorist, which really he was a truther. And he finds him and he tells him, hey, man, you know, the world's gonna go boom, boom, boom. You know, this is bad. And he said, okay, well, put me down for three seats, you know, to say my see me and the kids. He said, dude, we can't afford that. <laughs> we can't afford it. You had to be a Bill Gates, an Oprah Winfrey, to afford these tickets. The messed up part about it is. I think the person who is the most tortured in this is um, and that's why I say like the older I get the more I'm like I don't want to know certain things I don't want to know certain things I don't want to hear certain things I don't want to because it's like when you know it's torture because you can't do anything I think the character I feel the most sorry for in this movie I feel sorry for the geologist Adrian Hemsley. It's easy to say his character name. Y'all know who he is, though. He's good-looking. You know, he's British. Y'all know who he is. And um, the, the worst part is, the worst people who I feel like is tortured and is hurt the most is the geologist. Because the geo- geologist... Girl, you tripping. You act like you ain't got no education. The geologist. And um, the truther. Because they know what's going to happen. They know what's going down. And they're put in positions to where they can't save the whole planet. Um, the geologist, he, he he automatically goes on the ark. Because he was the one that told... Well, he wasn't the one. The crazy part is, is the messed up part. It was not only him, the geologist. It was also the Indian geologist that told him in the beginning that, hey, this thing is about to go down. They left him, his wife, and his beautiful son in India to drown. Now, this is information that Adrian Hemsley gets from him. They don't even save him. No government car comes to get him and pick him up. Okay? And Adrian Hemsley, he's lucky because he told his father... But his father didn't tell nobody. But this kook over here, the guy he's working under, he tells him, yo, you told too many people. So you're telling me I can't give people a chance or a choice because they're not in the right tax bracket? 
of saving themselves. And the part that bothers me is that the people who knew this was going to happen, the truther and the geologists in India, end up dying. Him, his wife, and his son drowned in India. The man that told him, told the geologist for America, the world's gonna end. He ends up dying with his son in his arms and his wife. my feelings so bad it's because they knew it was going to happen the truth they knew it was going to happen Woody Harrelson knew it was going to happen even though John Cusack's character offered him hey we're going to go on a plane we're going to try to go to China to go to the arcs he still was like no I just want to see the, sit here and see this blow because if I can't save the world what good am I to save myself with the guilt I'm carrying and the sad part is the ark was big enough to carry a lot of people. The re that's the, the, this movie right here is the reason why I feared 2012. Because in the back of my head, I knew I didn't have that type of money at the time. I don't have it now, but one day I will. Not bragging or nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm hopeful that I will have enough money. Now, whether it's $1 billion, I'm not quite sure. But I'm sure I'll have a nice amount of money. But the part that bothers me is that 1 million euros. And then the guy that picked out who was going to get on the ark was like, oh, well, this is the best of humanity, the genetic coatings, whatever. No, 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 no. It was their pocketbook that got him on there. The Queen of England was on there. The Shah's was on there. Was it Shah or a Sheik? He was on there. He had money. Y'all know they have money in Abu Dhabi. And they have money in, um... Y'all know they have money. That's oil money. They were on there. All the leaders of the nation. The President of the United States couldn't even live with the fact that he's letting people sit here and die. And so he just stayed behind. Some people had the souls to be like, you know what, this is wrong. How are you gonna sit up here and say, hey, you know, you ain't got enough money to save your life, so you just die here. That's just wrong. It's awful. That's awful. One billion euros? Even my little ghetto susu thing I try to do with some friends wouldn't even get me on their arc. Yeah, I said ghetto susu. Even, even that wouldn't get me on the ark. And a part that scared me about it was the fact that, one, the movie came out in 2009. So we had a good, what, four years? Was it four years? Four years? Or three years? We had a good four years to sit on and, and a good four years to look at this movie and be like, what if a cataclysmic event happened on December the 21st, 2021, I mean, oops, 2012, 
yo 2012 what if the government decide that only people with a billion dollars can get on this ark and i'm left here to look at me and my family die just because we are not in the right tax bracket that's just wrong that's the worst part of the movie That's human life. I made a decision that you die because you don't have enough money. Mm. But isn't that kind of how we rolling now? With this whole thing thing? The people they trying to vaccine on are, are low-paid nurses. Mm, yeah, I know that. Why can't you try it on them high-paid uh, board members and stuff? Why can't you? I would like to see the president of the United States to sit up there with the vaccine getting put in his arm. Hello? Why are we the test dummies? Why are poor people the test dummies? That's just messed up. I just think this messed up. That's the part that just irked me about that movie. It's just the, the, the disrespect of human life because they didn't make enough money they didn't have a ranking in their country. Nobody knew who they were. No, we just gonna just let you die because you know, your life was miserable on earth and we know it's gonna be miserable in this new world because it's all based on money. All based on money. All based on money. Just like everything else in this world, you have money, you can afford stuff. There's people right now who has money and have bunkers um, ready for this thingamajig to go down. You know that thingamajig to go down? I, I'm not going to say the word. I'm tired of saying the word. I'm tired of dealing with this pandemic. It hurts my feelings every day on the hour, in the hour. Because, you know, right now in Atlanta, our numbers are at the highest. So, I'm not really feeling this but I just find it to be sad that because somebody is not in the right tax bracket we're just gonna sit up here and let them lie just die but this movie scared me because I knew the year 2012 was gonna happen and I wanted to see what was happening thank god it didn't happen but just like Daniel, Danny Glover's character said, who was the president of the United States, don't let luck play its part. That's why I say you always gotta be ready. 
because that's how heartless people are. They make you pay a billion dollars. And if you don't have it, you just love to do whatever they give you. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is my mind recording. Thank you for listening.